Welcome to Sew and Tell, where sewists from fashion theater and indie sewing bring their different perspectives on the hottest topics in the sewing community. I'm Meg Healy. I'm Amanda Carestio. And I'm Kate Zynard. Today on the podcast, we're doing our traditional fall fashions trend episode. I'm so excited. We'll look at some of the hottest trends for fall 2020, share how we feel about them, and discuss how likely we are to incorporate them into our own sewing. Then we'll go through our sewing plans for this fall. We'll each share a little something in our Sojo segment, then we'll ask you to share something too. But before we get started, how's everybody doing? Meg, I know you had a weekend. Yeah, I'm another year older. It was my birthday weekend. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, especially since last year, my birthday, we were on our honeymoon. So it was just uh, Julian and I. So we had um, the friends over that are in our bubble. And I had, Mm -hmm. they sang happy birthday to me with the cake. And that was really, really sweet. And we just blasted music and danced all over our loft. And it was so much fun. Yeah. And then we went out to a nice dinner. And it was just, it was really, really nice. Good. How about you? Lovely. How was your weekend? Um, we I didn't even know what we did, but we were very busy, and I did paint my bedroom, which was very (gasps) exciting. That yeah, we had this like dark navy paint on all four walls, and I have loved it. But I feel like I'm really feeling um, nervous about winter coming on this year. Just the darkness yeah. and I yeah. feel like our dark room doesn't help. So um true to form, I painted it a nice neutral shade. Um <laughs> very, very neutral. I and like yeah, we did a lot of house projects. Um the only sewing related awesomeness I had was that I finally used my um my button foot on my machine. I <gasps> you know, I I love I love sewing with buttons. And I don't even mind hand sewing buttons on. Like, I, I think it's kind of, I don't know, cathartic. But, but now. But now I was, <laughs> I popped a button off one of my skirts this weekend. And I was like, but I also want to like have this mending project done very quickly. So I popped that on and oh my gosh, I am a believer now. Love the button foot. Intriguing. It's, I don't Definitely Game changer. One of changing. my favorite Yeah. You don't have one, Kate? I don't I don't know. I probably <gasps> I mean oh. I probably do on my on my um baby lock because that's a fairly new machine. You know, my my kind of go-to machine is about as old as I am. I, it, so it must have one, yeah. So Kate, how was your weekend? Oh, it was good. I did um no sewing. I did a little bit of cleaning. My uh, bedside table had gotten a bit um out of control. So I kind of got everything. <laughs> yes. uh, I mean, like to the point where um I I take off my wedding rings when I uh sleep because uh I get uh, rashes under them if I don't and um my cat knocked over the little uh thing <gasps> that I keep them on and I could find my wedding ring but I couldn't find my engagement ring <laughs> so I had oh, to do no. a little bit of cleaning in order to find my engagement ring which I did I'm wearing it right now um I was gonna say what was... if your cat was wearing it <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know that she has anything that my wedding ring would fit on um <laughs> but <laughs> that would be pretty bracelet funny or yeah no, um, I have small fingers. I I don't I don't think it even fit around her tail. But uh, oh wow! But uh, yeah, she uh, she's a 
she's a corker that one. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, I did a little bit of cleaning and a little bit of napping and we hung outside with the cats since the weather has cleared up a little bit since last mm-hmm. week when it snowed in Colorado. <laughs> yep. Um, oh, and so yeah, we just had a kind of a nice mellow time where I kind of thought about maybe cutting a project and then didn't. So what can I say? all right well how about we jump in let's do it yeah let's do it so a new season brings new trends and who knows when we will be getting another full-blown fashion week complete with runway shows again Mm. but that really can't stop us from indulging in all the fashion and trends that came out in early 2020 to get us more excited about planning and sewing for this fall so i found a trend report and you've all Taking a look-see? Oh, yeah. Indeed. I'm excited oh, yeah. about this one. You're, there's actually more I know. stuff here that I like than normal. Yeah, I know. There's some really some really great trends uh, trends this year. And I even like was pulling some – I had side-by-side um, last year's trends. And I was just – fashion is always kind of going in a circle. It's like when hemlines, you know, come in, like they gradually come in and then they just swing right back out to the right. start. Mm-hmm. So I was doing some comparisons of last year's trends and just kind of seeing how they've changed even in one year. I feel like the fashion circle just keeps going faster and like it's just yeah. trends mm-hmm. just keep coming and going and, and coming and going again. But maybe maybe we will see that change kind of coming in the future of this. I know there was some virtual uh, fashion shows at the kind of the tail end of the season because it was in February, but. Um, yeah, but yeah, who knows? Kind of even in um, the shows going on right now, they're doing virtual fashion shows mm-hmm. because it's, yeah, coming up Fashion Week. Uh, I think it actually it is some of the city's fashion weeks um, in September for the spring. So they're doing lots of virtual shows. But we'll get to that episode. Yeah, <laughs> on those trends. Uh, next We're not quite year. there yet. <laughs> I know because I'll do anything to get me excited about fall sewing um, yeah. because I'm just really kind of holding on to – to the warm, mm. to the warm weather. And I haven't even worn all my summer things yet, but uh, I think we have a little bit more time here, but always nice to talk about the fall. So I'll just kind of do a brief recap and then we can kind of talk about, uh, talk about them. So kind of the first one is kind of skirt, skirt suits. And so that's a suit, obviously with skirts. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> yeah, so there there has been lots of trends where it's like, you know, the um, the feminine like pantsuit mm-hmm. and then we got into like masculine pantsuits with kind of broader shoulders. But now it's kind of getting a little bit more ladylike and suits mm-hmm. with skirts, like lots of flowing um, silhouettes and stuff. So that's just been kind of nice. I love like a skirt suit. Uh, I think they're super cute and comfy. Um, the next one is in the bubble. And so this is kind of that cocoon and bubble shape. And I just, I didn't know how I felt about a bubble hem coming back, but that it's, it's there. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's definitely there. Lots of bubble hems and things like that. So now we have clashing separates. And so this is kind of that, you know, mismatch, anything goes. You can just like literally close your eyes, take a pair of pants, a skirt, like they can be all different colors and prints and they'll just kind of come together. And I was looking at the trend last year and it was called So Bougie, where it was all like really put together, like curated out and everything was kind of like 
matchy and elevated and stuff. But I feel like this year, it's just like, you know what? Just anything goes. And I just love to see that. It's still separate. But now you can just like shuffle all those around that you got last year or made last year to be like a sleek monochrome look to whatever, whatever you want. So I, I mean, I love that. There's just That's really so no weird rule of too. Yeah. Cause all of this was I planned know, before eh? the pandemic, but is there a I more know. pandemic trend than just grab what's in your closet and throw it on? I, I know. Eh? And I know there's even, it's almost like eerie. Some of the trends, um, mm. because you know that these trends were forecasted and planned for actually like more than a year ago, how, I know we'll get to that one, but it was like bring the home on the go. And it was like all home like um, textures and 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 it's just kind of, yeah, eerie in that way that mm-hmm. this was all determined before we even knew. Yeah. And then the next one is kind of slinky overtake sexy. So it's just like a lot of little lacy things and just, you know, there's always kind of that slinky, uh, slinky one that comes on just really like head-to-toe sequins, just not really simple silhouettes, but in, you know, fun, fun fabrics. So yeah, kind it's of kind covered of like, up. yeah, full coverage. Yeah, full coverage. Yeah. But, but, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, which I mean, that's so cute. And then the next one is called uh, Coats to Shaggin. So lots of shaggy, shaggy coats. And I thought <laughs> this one was so interesting because last year, the, the, uh, one of the trends was called the anti-statement statement coat, and it was all sleek, smart coats. Hmm. And it was all like really business coats. And then now it's just like these crazy shaggy coats are in now. It's just so interesting <laughs> to see kind of that. It's like the exact the pendulum. Opposite. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. But oh, uh, they do look super cute and cozy. <laughs> And then next we have, yeah, take your home to go. So this is like tapestries and quilts and upholstery fabrics in fashion, which is so interesting to see. You just kind of, it's, you know, wearing things that like a blanket just around Mm -hmm. you and like that's now fashion outside. It's just so interesting. And um, yeah, but I, I mean, it is sort of, I sometimes always would even before all this, like linger over to the home decor section of the fabric store. And it would be totally like couch upholstery fabric. And I would just love it. I was like, can't I make like something in this to wear? (laughs) (laughs) You know, this one actually, I'm sorry. I know we're going to go over our favorites later, but this one really appeals to me in an interesting way because a lot of the, um, a lot of the silhouettes were kind of like fitted coats and jackets and when mixed in with a like kind of jacquard and brocade uh, Uh deck fabric it had sort of a I mean it didn't actually look like renaissance festival anything but it Mm -hmm. kind of had just a touch of it you know just a little bit of that historical that's the kind of thing that your Mm -hmm. coat could have been made out of in you know the 1700s or something and uh, I I, yeah that kind of appealed to me I liked it Yeah, the next we have, uh, they call it hashtag blessed. And this really reminded me of that 2018 Met Gala, which the theme was Mm -hmm. that heavenly bodies fashion and the Catholic imagination. And this kind of shows you kind of, you know, that's like one of the fashion um, really events. And so now we see it now trickling down Mm. into the runway. So you first Mm -hmm. see some like these couture, like, you know, what's the inspiration behind the fashion trend? And sometimes designers draw inspiration from 
you know, art and museums. And so now it's into the ready to wear. And so we can see that cycle now come to a consumer end. So I thought that was really interesting um, with all like kind of the the Catholic imagery and all that sort of stuff, but in fashion. So I thought that was really interesting how we're kind of seeing it on the runway. Um, next we have built-in baubles. And this is really fun because it's kind of like interweaving uh, jewelry into the actual fashion, which is super cool, like using hardware and, you know, a neckline maybe has an integrated necklace and just like lots of stuff like that. So super, super cool. Lots of chains and everything like that. Then I was actually surprised to see the next one called String Theories, which is lots of fringe. And I felt like fringe has been like kind of repeated a lot. I feel yeah. like we always talk about friends. So I was mm -hmm. kind of surprised to see um, it again and again. And you can kind of even seeing it's the unstoppable return of the fringe. It's just people <laughs> just can't get enough. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, I love I, I I like it. I was just surprised to see it. And I was I have a fringe cardigan. I guess I can get another season out of. <laughs> and then last but not least is um, one that I really, really love. It's animal instincts, but it's not so much like a uh, an animal print. It's like we're seeing the whole face of the tiger. We're seeing a little a little cat pin <laughs> and like more the animals represented in like appliques and uh, like entire figure, not just the print and something else. So it's really like right. highlighting the animal. So uh, it's not like the, the skin of the animal, the, the, no, the, right. the no. print of the animal. It is, it yeah. is a, you know, the print of the actual animal. <laughs> Yes. Right. Ex exactly. Faces. I know. It's, yeah. I know. It's 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 hard. To, it's hard to because animal print means such a specific thing, but it is also yes. an accurate way to describe this, and so it requires like yeah. all this extra to make sure it's clear what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's one. Yeah. Like dress is just like a picture of like a poodle dog, and it's just like it's just like the, a poodle dog digitally printed on a dress, like that kind of thing. We're just mm -hmm. or like one, you know, with like kind of a horse, like um brooch type of thing like mm -hmm. integrated on the dress so just yeah incorporating animals but not just as like the fabric but kind of a key uh element of of the look so and that's, they're, they're yeah. not very um abstract either yes. it's like no it's you know realist. a very realist. realistic yeah. representation yeah. which i thought was mm -hmm. interesting too Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And I was, um, I think in an upcoming issue of CME, um, I put in the must haves. There was an mm -hmm. um, animal kingdom print um, of art gallery fabrics. They just came out with a line of really nice digital prints of it incorporated animal skins too, but they had like really digital prints of tigers. And, Z and I thought that was so cool. I I really like that. Just, you know, a huge maxi dress, but it's just like kind of one sheet of fat. It's just a big animal. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So there they all are. What are, our, what are our favorite trends? Like what are ones that just kind of stuck out? Be like, Ooh, I like that. Well, I have to say, um, going to be a party pooper, but <laughs> I was really interested, um, to hear Kate that you liked a lot of these trends. Cause I yeah. didn't, I usually find yeah. a little bit more that I yeah. can connect with, but you know, it's kind of hard to know if that's more of a result of where I'm at right now with my clothing yeah. selection, which is like I was practical before and now I'm like on a different plane of practical. Um, <laughs> so I feel like that's that's definitely part of it. But usually there's like a tidbit or two that I can yeah. um, take home. But 
I didn't I didn't find that with this collection and for whatever reason, but I really did um like the home to go um yeah trend because I definitely I think that that's something I already do. Like I like you were saying, Meg, like looking in other parts of the fabric store for um potential garment fabric is definitely something I do. And I love um I love making bags with, you know, with tapestry type <gasps> yes, um, yes, yes. fabrics, things that are kind of more dimensional, a bit more textured. As you were mentioning, Kate, something that has like a little bit more of a story kind of built into the fabric um, mm. itself. So I really did. Um, that was my favorite. And I can definitely um, see myself incorporating that in this fall. Um, but that was kind of it for me party pooper okay well we do have we do have very different tastes is what it comes down to and that's yeah and that's totally cool um so to pick out kind of i felt pretty good about most of these i felt kind of meh about a couple of them but i'm not sure there are any that i was just really like oh i absolutely hate this but my favorites um i'm going to go for three favorites actually um and so the shaggy coats um, I don't know Ooh, yeah. where it's coming from, but when I was in Austria last year, we were hanging out with um, a cousin of my uh, a cousin of my husband's. Yeah, because his fa- he's got a bunch of family out there, and she had this fantastic orange faux fur coat, and I loved it so much. And, um, I don't, I don't know. It's just like that, I guess, set something off in my head. So when I saw these guys, I don't really like the like super shaggy, like llama fur kind of, but I'm definitely big on, um, I I'm definitely feeling faux fur and especially brightly colored uh-huh. faux fur right now, um, for whatever reason. Um, so I don't know. We'll see, um, if I do anything mm-hmm. with that. And then I well, actually we do. I was just going to say, we have a couple, I can see like this more subtle take on that being with like a Sherpa type of project, you know, something that's a little bit fuzzy. And we do have a couple of those, um, coming up in so news and I really like those. So I guess I kind of like this one. Yes. Those (laughs) are very cute. I can definitely see Amanda and some of, you know, you know, it's like the camel color, just like little shag ones. I can, I can definitely see you. Yeah. Yeah. The subtle side of the, shag su- yeah, the, subtle, the subtle side, side of, of the shaggy <laughs> coats, <laughs> and then I actually found the built-in jewelry uh, to be really interesting because yeah, this the, this okay. So back when I had just graduated college and I was trying to kind of keep up my my abilities while I was basically on vacation after graduation, um, I I remember doing a bunch of um, fashion sketching just for the heck of it. And I did a bunch of stuff with built-in jewelry like that. Um, it's somewhere. I wonder if I can actually find the sketchbook and, uh, and post them, but, um, it just, it kind of made me laugh. Cause I'm like, Hey, I was totally into this way back in the, in 2003, I am so ahead or maybe way behind. I'm not really sure. But, um, so that one kind of, um, appealed to me. And then, you guys know I love fringe. I love fringe so much. And this particular iteration of fringe is so long and drapey yeah. and everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it is so delightful. And I want to just cover myself in fringe. That's what I want out of life. And I probably won't, but I want to. So string. <laughs> I'm pretty <it>. sure <laughs> your 
Your cats want you to cover yourself in fringe too. Oh, the cats oh would love that. <laughs> <laughs> They're oh, really like- pulling for that trend. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there because that is what they'd be doing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they would. Maggie does oh. love anything that dangles. Um, I have to be real careful with my sweatshirt strings around her, you know, my hood mm-hmm. strings, because if I'm not careful, she will grab a hold of them and not let go. So how about you, Meg? What do you like best? Well, actually, yeah. Well, my favorite is um, actually, I really like the rule of separates because it's not like it's just so attainable for anyone to like incorporate Mm -hmm. it into. It's just like you just look at whatever you've made so far in just like a whole new way. And that's one of my favorite things to do is just looking at my wardrobe. And now it's like anything can go with anything. And I could wear summer tops over a turtleneck. And it's like, that would be so cool. And it's just kind of, I don't know. I'm just really excited about what that one, because I just, it's, uh, even though it's like, I don't have to sew for it. I, there's lots of still other things I have to sew. So it doesn't seem as intimidating and more approachable. It's like something I could do, but I just love, you know, just, this is what I used to do when I was younger. Like my mom would even, I would show up in outfits that I would go to try and go to school. And my mom said, Oh, you look like a clown. Like it would just be <laughs> leopard corduroy pants with like this crazy sweater. And then this weird, ha- and like, and I just love it. <laughs> like I feel, yeah. So that's one of my favorites, but what I'm more excited to like actually sew for, and I would, I think is so sleek is kind of the the slinky one like I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with like turtleneck I, I could just see me in like a lime green sequin dress it's like turtleneck and long and like long sleeves I just love that so much I even made I think I made a, a Nico uh last week and it was just kind of white spandex and it was just I was uh made it to wear under all these uh different things and so I just love that turtleneck sleek look so Mm -hmm. those are those are my two favorites that's something i'll probably sew for but Mm -hmm. love that one's that one's really pretty but i don't have the body for it personally i think you have to have a very specific body to be able to get away with that look it's my own opinion yeah but it's really no i know i (laughs) i definitely have to wear my shapewear under that one for sure (laughs) well i definitely that's not what i was saying (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, I know you were. I was just, yeah, no, I, yeah, no, um, I know. I was when I saw that trend. I definitely thought about the Nico. Like, I, yes. I think that's a great oh. pick, and also like something that's very wearable. Um, you know, oh, for and, sure, and a good and a good fall piece uh, for mm-hmm. sure. But Meg, when you were talking about the um, the separates, I I can't not envision the um, the blazer slash jacket that you made for the style revive (gasps) series where it wasn't like just top and bottom it was like two halves of Mm. and i feel like that has to fit into that trend somewhere oh 100 percent. yeah i love it Uh uh-huh it was so funny because i was um visiting my my neighbor and i gave you know because in that episode of style revive i slashed them in half and then i had two other halves and i sewed them together and gave it to her and so we have like opposite blazers <laughs> it's like a, it's I, like best friends necklaces yes, and so i saw it in the closet and i was laughing and she was like i actually love it so much and it was really funny i just remember yeah i, I saw it over the weekend <laughs> yeah but this turned like that totally mixes into uh, 
mixes into this. And I really, really want to do it with pants. You see a lot yeah. of pants, like even the front to back are different and one yep. leg's different than the other. Like, I think that is so cool. So you can definitely sew for it, but you don't even have to. You don't have to. Just, I do like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I know. I feel like of all the trends, that one is for me, the one that's like, it's a sign of the times, even though it was, <laughs> um, you know, from before things got a little crazy. That's the yeah. one that's like, anything goes. Mm-hmm. So what's our least favorite trend? Like, let's just pick one. Like, what's the one that you're like, absolutely not? For me, it's the bubbles. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I can I can see the desire to be kind of cocooned up and cuddled, but I just don't like the look. Yeah, it just. Yeah, I can me. I can see that one more. Like, I don't like the bubble aspect, but I can I like the cocoon take on it a little bit. Right. Um, but I think about that more for summer. Like, I feel like there's yeah. um, a couple of like caftans and um, and tops and things that have that kind of more, um, just that tighter hemline um, and silhouette. So. I can I can see that more for summer, but honestly, I I kind of had a lot of not favorites. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, just because, yeah, I'm just um, feeling like a hater today, so <laughs> just gonna embrace it. Well, what's your least? Favorite? Leave it at that. Yeah, what's um, like your least favorite? You know, I didn't really get the animal instincts one, just because. Um, I do like animal prints, like animal skin prints, I guess is what you would, um, call it just to be more specific. But that one just seems kind of like, um, I don't know, not super wearable and I don't know, not super practical, maybe, um, so that one stands out for me. And I'm also not a big fringe person. It's like there's, especially as it gets colder. I don't know. I just think about like ice and snow on fringe yeah. and, you know, it just gets complicated from there. But again, very practical. Yes. Well, and keep in mind that for me, the fringe is for, you know, going to the theater and stuff. It's not for like yeah, yeah, yeah. shoveling snow yeah. in. Not for like everyday fringe. Right. It's not everyday fringe. Maybe it could be yep. everyday. Hmm. Sorry. Go ahead. Meg, what's your least favorite? Uh, mine is definitely the same as you, Kate. The bubble. I just hate a bubble hem. I just like have this, it, like, they were so popular when I was in high school and I even yeah. didn't like them then. Like, I would think of going to like a semi formal and everyone's, and I just, I remember even when I was learning how to sew, um, like, there was some patterns like that and I tried to make one. It was like, gathering in a hemline I was like this I don't like this (laughs) (laughs) and so that's just definitely the word it's just like a personal tip yeah I just don't like a bubble hem or that shape but definitely I I like the cocoon ish kind of Mm -hmm. take on it for sure but Mm -hmm. um was kind of surprised to see the bubble hem coming back because last year we had kind of a really there was a trend called like pump up the volume, which was all like ruffly. And I mm-hmm. love a ruffle. I mean, love, love, love that. So I just, maybe I'll just stick to the ruffle zone. <laughs> it <laughs> is really in. interesting. I feel like that, that hemline, I don't know what time period it is, but it does feel like it in my mind as well. It's associated with a very specific 
period yes. of time that I'm yeah. really not ready to revisit. But I, I, I don't know. know. It's weird. It's, just, it's the same as like the really low rise jeans, like yeah. that kind of, mm-hmm. which I am, I, I can never do a low rise jeans ever, ever again. <laughs> oh. So again, I think we probably already touched on this, but it's like, which one are we most likely actually going to sew and incorporate this year? Yeah, for me, it's home to go. I feel like that one, you know, I'd have to purchase some more fabric, of course, or, you know, find some secondhand. Yeah, um, which I think a good thrifting one. Yeah, Yeah. or or you know, like use some upcycling fabric or non-garment fabric to make Mm -hmm. garments. Um, But I feel like that's that one seems the most wearable to me. Yeah, and yeah, the one that I loved the most. (laughs) And and see, I agree with that. I feel like the home to go is probably my most like my most likely option to actually sew. Um, because let's be honest, as much as I would love to cover myself in fringe, I'm not going to be going out to the theater anytime soon. And yeah, um, everyday fringe, maybe I'll try to figure out a way to incorporate it. But, um, it just in general, I think that the home to go is the most, yeah, most realistic for me. I also would not put it past me if I could get my hands on the appropriate fabric to make a shaggy coat but yes oh my gosh please do that Mm -hmm. that would be awesome even do i've seen um for fringe even just sewing Mm -hmm. a simple t-shirt and just attaching fringe at like the neckline just like as a little detail or just Mm -hmm. like just you can just do the tiniest little fringe details too Mm -hmm. Um, it's true i was gonna say like a robe or <gasps> or a robe, you know, like an, yes. a house layer, house coat. I guess mm. that's a thing this year. But I feel like that's a really wearable moment for fringe, and that your I cats would love. See that? I could see that. Mm-hmm. Um. So the only fringe I currently own is beaded fringe, uh, which is not part of this um, style particularly. The style is very much fabric fringe. Um. So I'd have to acquire some fringe, but I might have to see if I could pull it off. (laughs) Oh, you definitely could. What about you, Meg? (laughs) Actually, the one, so the one I'm most likely to sew for, because I've established that I can just do my separates and I don't need to sew for it. I just kind of throw things together, but I'm actually probably most likely to do the animal uh, instincts one because I saw there was a one, there was one outfit where it was, it was like, almost look like cat embroideries, but I'm just picturing like, I just want bunny embroideries on things and mm-hmm. I have bunny fabric, this bunny fuzzy fabric. And so I feel like I just, I even am thinking about like getting a huge digital print of like my bunnies on like a spoonflower and just like making like something. I don't know. I just really want a giant like bunny something. <laughs> so. I'm oh my gosh, that. you guys, I just remembered. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't worry. My um my mother-in-law the other day sent me a um link to I think it was mood fabric and they had this big panel of fabric that had the Austrian uh, crest on it like the the coat of arms Ooh. for this country of Austria and I'm like I would totally take that and make it into a robe and now it needs to be a robe with fringe. 
<gasps> yes. yes. I know. Panel fabrics are actually pretty cool to work with um, when it's just like a defined panel. I think those are really cool. Yeah, we didn't really talk about those when we talked about print. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, we didn't. I kind of, yeah, forgot about them until now. I know. <laughs> I feel like there's actually, I feel like they've come back and there's a lot of they really cool totally panel applications. You know, I've seen some that are specifically for mask making. Oh, yeah. You know? We just cut them. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. We'll have a bonus episode maybe yeah, about things you can do to. with panel, panel friends. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so there you go. There's what we're all going to be maybe wearing in fall 2020. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> just some, just nice to kind of, you know, think about fashion again for just a little bit and just yeah, absolutely live in that world oh, yeah. again. So yeah, I love doing this episode. It's always interesting. Indeed. All right, let's take a quick break and then let's talk about what we're sewing for fall. I know we've all been thinking about what we'll be sewing for the fall. It keeps coming up in our discussions and sojos. But this episode always gives us extra inspiration, so I'm excited to see how the last segment works into this one. So we don't end up just monologuing one at a time. I'm going to break it up into kind of a few project types. But just to be clear, I'm not planning anything in that category is a perfectly fine answer. So let's start with Tops. What tops are you guys thinking that you might sew for fall? Details are fine. More vague things are fine. Whatever you want to say. Uh, Amanda, start us off. Okay, sure. I um, I have a lot of long sleeve tops. I have a lot of kind of big sleeve tops. Um, so I don't I don't need a lot in this category, but I did. Um, spend the summer kind of exploring some different um, alternatives in terms of sourcing fabric supplies. So I, at the, um, an antique store near me and also a secondhand craft store, and I have amassed an amazing collection of vintage buttons and (laughs) I would like to use them. So I have the general like button up category on this, on my list for tops. I haven't really necessarily honed in on what tops I'm going to make. And I'm not envisioning like all full button ups or full collars or anything like that, but definitely an artful way to display all of my buttons. (laughs) Nice. That's, That's pretty much it for me. There's a few other things on there, but nothing like big and categorical really. All right. How about you, Meg? I need more cropped, like things with shorter hemlines because Mm -hmm. I'm just making and wearing pants that are like literally above my belly button. (laughs) I just, I can't get a high enough waistline on my pants. And (laughs) And I just, I try and do the tuck with some things, but like sometimes they're just so long and I want some like, like even just like cropped, um, hoodies cropped, you know, just tops that are a little bit cropped, but yeah. So that's what I'm looking for. Like I want to make definitely, yeah, a crop hoodie. I want to make a cropped like turtleneck. I want to make even like a crop, like button up shirt. Like I just want to make. Yeah. So. Cropped everything. Need to do that. I could even probably look at my wardrobe too and like pick out some things that I really, really like and just kind of crop them up or something. 
<laughs> we'll, that. well, this is kind of the um, main focus point for me, actually, because my ongoing issue is that I tend to sew short sleeve tops or um, or tank tops. And so I don't have uh-huh. a whole lot of I, I mean, I'm slowly building up my collection, but I don't have a lot of tops that have like long sleeves or even, uh-huh. you know, three quarter length sleeves, which is kind of my preferred length because I have long arms for my height. And so um, I I tend to have sleeves that creep up on me. So um, I've got some fabric that I bought last year to buy sa- to make a couple gallery tunics. Um, and so I'm planning to actually make those. We'll see if it happens. Um, I'd also like to make another Roscoe blouse because I kind of adore those. And then I've got a few pieces of remnant fabric I picked up in Vienna that don't really seem like summer fabrics to me. There's one that's like a double-sided jersey. And I think the other one's like a kind of dense sweater knit. I can't remember, honestly. Um, But I need to look at those and see what I could possibly make with them. So I have a whole bunch of things on my top list for sure. All right, moving on. How about bottoms? Meg, we're going to start with you this time. I am only making things with elasticated waist this <laughs> after quarantine. I was like, I Amen. need more elasticated waist <laughs> things. So I'm planning, like I literally just got a fabric shipment in today. I got this really nice like Lyocell twill. I got it in green and in black from Matchpoint Fabric. So obsessed. And I'm just going to make some Nini culottes because I love wearing culottes and boots. I think that's a really cute look. Um, and so I have lots of boots. And so I want to make some more like wintry, uh, yeah, wintry ninis. And uh, I might make in the free mantle pants too. I have that printed out as well. So I guess I have, I just have so many jeans that are, I just have so many flies and buttons and waistbands that I need some more elastic in my life. And so I'm just focusing <laughs> on that. <laughs> Meg, is the fabric you got, is it tinsel twelve? So it's like uh, more of a drapey. Yeah, it's a drapey. T- oh, it is stunning. I just I, I am, posted on my Instagram story and I could, I could just like, it was just like floaty. Are you wearing some? I'm wearing tinsel twill mini <gasps> culottes. Oh, are they, how are they? They're <laughs> are they? so amazing. Oh, I'm so I excited. forgot about them this summer. I don't know. They were in my, with my winter stuff. Um, but I feel like tinsel twill is a great kind of transitional fabric I, because it's I've never yeah i love it. it i mean it's it is that nice blend of drapey but it's a pretty solid weave so i feel like unlike yep. linen you know if there's a little bit of a breeze right. it, it's you're not freezing um, uh-huh i love it yeah i love tinsel twill and i definitely want to take after you amanda you've talked about this but i totally want to try and make elastic waist corduroy pants too i have my pink uh. corduroy and i am i think i'm gonna do it 100%. I'm so happy to hear that. Because I'm, gonna... really, I'm really not sure if that experiment is going to work. Okay, I think well, I mentioned I'll, this. Yeah. yeah. It, it, can, um, I'll do it first if you want. You go for see. it. You'll probably get to it <laughs> sooner than me. Um, but I do. I did. I went all in. I, yeah. it was, I think it was a couple weeks ago and I was um, wondering about corduroy elastic waist pants and um, honestly, people in my stories were really split. I, I think it ended up being more yays than nays, but I feel like there is the chance that it could go really wrong. Um, cause I think it has to be the right pattern, the right, yeah. uh, you know, width whale, um, 
but I'm going to give it a go. I, I'm yeah. feeling experimental and also feeling dedicated to having more winter weight elastic waist pants. And I have exactly. I have winter a lot weight. on my yeah. list. I thought I had enough pants, but um, there's always room for more pants. I really, the more I make, the more I'm like, they are my favorite thing to make. I love making pants. Um, uh-huh. So I do have some corduroy um, tremblant pants. On my list. Is that how you say it, Meg? This is actually from the new Capsule Studio collection that's coming out. Yeah, you can tell like that. Tremblant. It's uh, it's in in Quebec, Canada. Yeah. Um, I named it after, yeah. (laughs) One of my favorite ski mountains. (laughs) So that is like, it's a new pattern. It is a flat front and then a elasticated back. So I'm going to try those in corduroy. They were designed by yours truly in front of us, Miss Amanda. By me, yes. I love them. Yeah, by you. Uh, <laughs> I know. Can you say yours truly, but talking about someone else? I tried to, I, as I was saying that, I was like, is that correct? I was, when no, I was no, basically you. you said you did it, but that's okay. <laughs> you corrected me. <laughs> we worked together. It was a collab. So, Anyways, yeah. they're amazing. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about them. Um, those are my list too. Yeah, I'm going to try those. I have a couple more and probably some more. I've got, um, I think it's a wool blend that I'm going to make some more, um, like full length Nini culottes with. Um, I mean, the Nini culottes on me are pretty much full length because I'm so short, but, (laughs) um, I'm going to actually, you know, mean it this time and mean for it to happen. I'm also, um, I'm going to make a few more pairs of lander pants. That's my go-to. And, um, they, my ones from last year just don't fit me right anymore. Like my proportions have changed. So it's really kind of the first time that I'm in a position where I need to remake basics. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm excited about it, but also like, I don't know. I feel like there are, there are other things on my list that I'd rather be getting to. Um, but a couple pair of, um, landers in denim just to kind of build out my basics and I I really do want to make a longer skirt like I think we talked about that when we had the skirt episode and I you know realize I just don't wear skirts very much in the fall and winter so I'm gonna try Mm -hmm. to change that I don't know what pattern or what fabric yet um but I think I um have ordered a few pairs of leggings just to you know, get that wheel in motion. Cause I think that's going to be the key is having that nice, um, comfy underlayer in place. Um, but I think that's it for me. So mostly it's just my ongoing elastic waist pants love fest over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about you, Kate? Uh, for me, let's see. I am, I'm still in a weird place with pants, so I'm not going to address them right now. Um, But again, I've got some fabric I bought last year with which I meant to make a Cosmo Maxi skirt, which is my favorite skirt ever. Um, So I'm going to actually do that, um, hopefully. And I was kind of eyeing a couple of places in the um, in the trend report you sent us, Meg. They had some of the models were wearing sort of. I, I don't know what they actually were, but they kind of looked like blanket wrap skirts. Like they had that mm-hmm. that real square shape at the edge. Yeah. And um, 
I think those are kind of cute and folly. And so I am sort of toying with the idea of maybe doing something along those lines, but I probably won't. <laughs> are you are you talking about like the more kind of asymmetrical ones? Yeah, but it's they're yeah. not like they're not like, you know, the the ones that are handkerchief skirts where they've got the the square shape in multiple places, but it's mm-hmm. just kind of like it almost looks like you literally took a blanket and wrapped it around your waist and made a skirt out of it. Um Cool. I love so that. So, I don't I don't know. It it was just something I wrote down. Who knows. Um all right, next category is overwear and outerwear, since we are talking about a cooler season. Um, let's see, whose turn is it to start? Amanda, it's your turn to start. Um, I think that I might still be on my low-key cardigan band, because I just really have so many. Although I will say um, I recently made the um, Chris Wood Sews throw jacket, which um, I made it in more of a summer weight fabric, but you could totally make it in a nice fall or winter weight. And you could even add sleeves to that thing. It's kind of more like, it's almost like a poncho um, Mm. with pockets and that I really do love that. Um, But I do have a couple of jacket plans. I have some wool that I got last year at the um, Colorado fabrics going out of business sale that I think is either going to be a wool Hayori or another jacket. I'm still kind of, I had a pattern in mind and I even bought it. And then I realized that it, I don't think it's going to work great for it. It's a, a bit, a larger scale window pane, um, Mm. pattern. Mm. And I think it's just, it's going to be tricky in terms of matching up and I don't know how dedicated I am to it yet. So, (laughs) um, but I did just buy the Ilford jacket from Friday Pattern Company. And I'm really excited about that. Um, I think I'm going to make one kind of longer one in this um, denim that I got at the secondhand craft store. And then I'm also, I think I'm going to make one for my husband in like a black bull denim jean jacket. Because it's it's not quite as complicated as a jean jacket. It's more like a chore coat. But I think the pattern is designated to work for both men and women, which, you know, I loved it because I could be like, oh, I'm buying this pattern for my for my husband. But, you know, kind of not really. <laughs> but but I need to test it on myself first. Exactly. Exactly. But it's definitely that's what I was thinking. Like, I might start with outerwear because yeah. those jackets will definitely be more like lighter weight transitional season type jackets but then the wool coat I was I was already thinking like I don't want to wait until February to make this because I always do that it's like the season is about to come to an end I'm like okay well I guess I should go ahead and get to that wool jacket I never made and then you can't wear it um so I might I might try to um front load the list with those projects I haven't really decided yet Cool. How about you, Meg? Overwear and outerwear? Well, would I? Yeah, I really want to try and make a puffy jacket. Ooh. Yeah. With like pre-puffed fabric. <laughs> oh, that was going to be my first question. <laughs> I know, because I, uh, I started wearing one last year and I just love it, but it's just a little basic and I want to get like I want to try and like do almost a color block puffed jacket I I was just on mood fabrics earlier and they have some like 
pre, you know, quilted knit um, kind of nylon that's already, you know, quilted and stuff in different colors. And I might just order a bunch of colors and then do a color blocked like puffy jacket. So I'm kind of thinking I want to do doing something like that. Uh, I think that would be super, super cool. It's like the a jacket version of the purse on the cover of our October, November issue. <laughs> exactly. I exactly. love that. Yeah. yeah. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. So that's why I really want to make uh, something really fun. Something really fun like that for sure. How long? Like cropped? Probably, no, I, I definitely <laughs> needs to cover my butt. I can't stand when coats don't cover. Like, yeah, for agreed. the Canadian winter too. It has to go like just above my knees. If it gets below my knees and it's like weird walking and I usually have like tall boots anyway. So just like above the knee. Um, and I have all these cool zippers too. Um, from leftover from, I think it was my... Uh, rain jacket so along that I filmed oh, yeah. this coat sponsored it and they just sent me like a gazillion like zippers and they're all in crazy colors and like two-way and outerwear zippers and so I think I'm going to even use like a really fun zipper as well so yeah that sounds awesome mm-hmm. I want to uh, do I'm, that mm-hmm. so I'm really <laughs> excited about that <laughs> and so I'm just going to kind of plan the one you know if, if yeah. I just make that one so that's kind mm-hmm. of for my outerwear one um, you know, if they're separating zippers and they're the same size, you can use two different colors. Ooh, that's a good idea. <gasps> oh my gosh, Kate, that's such a good idea. Oh, they are separating zippers. <laughs> oh, I'm going to definitely try that. <laughs> cool. That sounds like a really amazing project. Yeah. Um, mine's probably not going to be that amazing. Um Apparently, I'm looking at my list here and like everything I have, almost everything I have is like, I already have this fabric. So I'm going to make something out of it. Um, <laughs> that's so my no. no, I know. I'm actually proud of myself. Yeah. Um. So I've got so I got some uh, at the Colorado Fabrics going out of business sale. I got some um, it's, it's basically sweatshirt fleece. And um, I want to make a cardigan of some sort out of it to really snuggle into. I haven't really decided what. Um, I've thought a little bit about the what's the Helen's Closet one that everyone loves so much? Um, Blackwood, the Blackwood, right? Or yep. possibly our hooded cardigan mm. is another good option there. Yeah. Um, I have this beautiful silk that I have had for years and keep not doing anything with, and I think I've decided I'm going to make a Salzburg jacket out of it, but I'm not absolutely Ooh. positive. Uh, we'll see if I get around to it. Um, and then, of course, I've got my ongoing Tamarack jacket um, project, which is about 1% done. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I may continue that. We'll see. I'm also, you know, sitting here thinking maybe I just need to scrap that for now and do a shaggy coat instead. Um, so who knows? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I really want you to make a shaggy coat. I, I want would love you to, to make, make a shaggy coat too. But I was I also thinking, to, but I do not have the fabric for that. So I need yeah. to get that. When you were talking and you said you were 1% done, I was like, oh, it, we, it should be like a fundraiser and we should have a chart and you should just color in the percentages as you work in it. And we can cheer you on as you slowly complete it. Yes, no? That feels like too much pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm I feel like there are some projects where I could kind of use that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll see. I do have a lot of other things on my list and and the Tamarack jacket is sort of a I don't have anything else to do right now. I'm gonna cut some strips for this because it is going to be highly pieced is the problem. Yeah. And so right now mm-hmm. what I'm doing is cutting strips. 
Um, and someday I will get to the point where I'm actually piecing the strips. <laughs> um, I'm insane. I must be. All right. So anything else that doesn't fit into any of those categories? I don't have anything else. Um, but I know that Amanda has one and I don't know about Meg. So Amanda. Yeah, I just have one. I am going to make, I'm making two. I'm doing a a pattern test right now, actually, for a new pinafore pattern, because I love pinafores, especially mm-hmm. for fall to winter. And um, so that's on my list. Um, and I noticed that there was, you didn't have any dresses on this list. <gasps> and You're right. I totally forgot. Oh, well, I don't know. wonder what else. No, that suits me just fine, because I <laughs> like skirts. I just don't wear dresses very much in the winter. But um, yeah, I just thought that was curious. I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's just the what else category. That's Got all. It. Yeah. That's all for uh, me. I'm making two other things. I'm making um, a wilder gown, a fall dress, like with long Yay. sleeves and long hem. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I love I'm that pattern. So I need to what fabric are you using, Meg? Um, I don't know yet. I just want something to be kind of like, probably like some sort of green print. It just, it started with, what? so Julian and I were... Yeah, I know. Shocking, eh? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> she just stops. She's like, is Kate really surprised? Oh, no, she's joking. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry. I'm, I'm so Sorry. gullible. No, it's I, I'm just like the most gullible person in the entire world. Uh, it all started it was like last week. It was it got a bit chilly in Toronto for like a little bit. And so it was kind of like fall weather. And we, Julie and I were at Starbucks and this lady walks in and I just couldn't stop staring at her dress. And it looked like a wild it was like a full like it had some tears like gathered tears and it was like a kelly green print with like different brush stroke like colors like it was a it was almost like like a brush stroke polka dot and i was obsessed and i was like i julian i was like i don't have a dress like that that i can wear like in this cool weather uh and so i just became obsessed with it and then i was like oh the wilder gun is i need that and so i'm gonna make that i could see that in i mean i feel like I spent a lot of time in the last episode saying that I don't like florals. If there's a floral that I like at all, it's probably like a dark floral. Like, oh, and yeah. I feel like that would be mm-hmm. such a good pick yes. for the Wilder. I'm, I'm going to find like a fall color. Yeah. Like, sort of pr- dark even like green. a paisley. I'm even down for like yeah. a paisley. If, it, if it's that. green. <laughs> I make exceptions. <laughs> but I, yeah, so I'm going to specifically go to the fabric store for that because I need to feel it can't be too heavy but not yeah, too you gotta light so that's kind of my one um thing and then I also want to make a winter jumpsuit I want to make sort of like a boiler suit type thing mm-hmm. um Fun. so those are my two that I'm um really want to make for the fall so yeah I'm not sure I haven't settled on a pattern yet um I might try and make my own jumpsuit where I combine you know the top and the bottom so we'll see yeah but I'm even thinking maybe you know what maybe my lime green no, no, that will be too thin for those. Are, those will be ninis. Yeah, right? yeah. My um, you need something structured. I think for yeah, a I think so too. Suit. Mm-hmm. Let's have to get some thicker lime green twill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Am I nuts, you guys? Corduroy what? jumpsuit. Ooh, yeah. If I, I mean, had, not for I, me. Oh, I know. If I if I had more, I should have brought. I should have bought more. That's the thing about. I ordered it from Match Point. She has like cure. Like once it's gone, it's gone because it's all dead mm-hmm. stock, and so mm-hmm. I can't like order more. But if I maybe if I try and find like a lime green cord. Oh my gosh, 
a that lovely corduroy boiler suit. That would be stunning. Because um, I feel like corduroy is already kind of like a workwear type yeah. fabric. Oh my you know, it already has that vibe. I think that'd be that awesome be with a boiler so suit. Cool. Or it's like kind of got ba- that structure. Yeah. yeah. I'm really into like a baby blue too. That kind of vintage something yeah like a bit like a really Mm -hmm. vintagey blue like in the 60s like that really powdery blue that might be too summery though so or even like an evergreen corduroy (gasps) i was gonna ask you if you did dark green i'll 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 go into the dark side a little bit (laughs) Uh a nice dark lime (laughs) <laughs> a dark line. No, I, I'll do an emerald. I, I do like an emerald yeah. um, for some things for sure. I mean, I'd rather go darker green than no green for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyways, so there we and go. If you have an emerald, no, actually an emerald or a forest green um, boiler suit, then all you need is like a red scarf and you're dressed for Christmas. Chill. Oh, how lovely. <laughs> I could <laughs> mix like Kate. <laughs> oh my gosh, I could like hang ornament like ornament pins. Like I could safety pin like ornaments to me. Yes. You'd be like a hipster Christmas tree. I love it. It'd be so good. Oh, oh, I know. That would be the like a perfect thing to wear to like an ugly sweater party that isn't mm-hmm. ugly. Like, oh, you are like a Christmas tree. If yeah, I yeah. know. Who knows the future of ugly sweater parties, but I mean, you could do a virtual one for sure this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. On that note. (laughs) Yeah. On (laughs) On that uh, note, let's draw a close. Let's draw a close to our fall sewing uh, discussion and move on. All right. Now we are to my favorite part of this show when we talk about our sojo, and that is our sewing mojo. What is giving us inspiration this week? And Kate, you are up first. All right. Well, I don't know. After this discussion, it might just be a a fuzzy coat. I don't know. Yes. But but, uh, so I am, I'm kind of, I'm still kind of stuck, you guys. I'm just like, trying to do other things and trying to worry about other things. But um, I do need to, we, we have a pattern review coming up. We're actually prepping for the February, March episode. Mm-hmm. Episode is not the right word. Issue is the right word of So News. And we're doing a wrap dress um, pattern review. And I need to actually make my wrap dress for the pattern review. I think Amanda and Meg have both already done theirs. So I'm way oh, behind. No. Oh, um, I have. Oh no! I just. No. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, I feel so much better. Okay. So yes, I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing the Trina dress from Victory Patterns and Art Gallery Fabrics sent me this gorgeous rayon that is covered, you guys, in fruit trees and unicorns. I love it so much. <laughs> and so that is what I need need to be working on right now. Nice. How about well, you, on Meg? that note, yeah, <laughs> mine is my. I just changed mine instantly because I'm like, I need to oh, sew yeah. that this week. <laughs> I'm making for my wrap dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, I already have it printed out and everything. I have the fabric. It's like literally piled with the fabric on my table. It's um, the new closet core patterns LED dress. Their wrap dress because it's so cute because it can be fall too. I love like the sleeves and the long like hemline. So I'm making that in. Um, kind of like an olivey green and white polka dot silk 
So it's going to be like a little it's be polka so dot pretty. silk. Yeah, I'm so excited. It's because it, it can definitely be like a fall ish vibe too, because of um kind of the more olivey green from uh, Minerva Craft. So that's my that's that's my Sojo definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that you decided just now. I love it. I decided just. I had. I was just going to be like. I also want to make my ninis because I already have my fabric out. I was like, okay, definitely need to make this wrap dress before that. No ninis until wrap. <laughs> which ninis are you making? I'm making in my lime green and oh, black. Twill. So I'm going to make two pairs of tensile twill uh, ninis. And I want to experiment with pockets. I want to make one with, I want to try and draft like a hip pocket more on it mm-hmm. than an inseam pocket. I don't know. I just, I'm not a huge fan of inseam pockets. I like a hip pocket or an outside like or patch pocket. So I'm going to try to experiment with different pockets on the ninis though. <laughs> I did that with these. I did like a really oh, did simple, you? just like a slash pocket. Oh, that's what I, that's exactly what I want to do. Yes. Yeah. I'm a big yeah. fan. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So it was easy. Yeah. I'm sure it was easy yeah. to do. I think I just used pieces from another pattern. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fabulous. So I'm going to be a busy lady this week. Yeah, you are. Up a storm. Yeah. yeah you are. <laughs> I know. I was going to say like, I, I think the only good thing we, in Colorado, we had snow last week and it was very cold and definitely made me feel a little bit out of sorts. Like, what mm-hmm. month is it? Yeah. But it, I will say that it put me in the mood to sew a little bit more than I had oh, been that's feeling. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but now it's back to like 80 degree weather. So I feel like the Colorado weather is kind of all over the place and I am totally all over the place. I'm like, I'm <laughs> just, I'm in that exact same, like, Oh, I want to make a bunch of stuff, but I don't know where to start. I don't know what yeah. comes first. And yeah. Um, but there's no rush. So I'm just going to chill out and sew what I want to um, right after, you know, I make my wrap dress. <laughs> <laughs> We're all just like, Okay, Oops. we need to make <laughs> Yeah, we're like kind of looking at when when we need to have that guy do and it's like, hmm, maybe we should we have a little bit of time. Yeah, we yeah, do, we'll we do. Fine. Yeah. Um, but but super fun. Well, let's hop over into So and Tell. Um, last episode we asked, what's your favorite print to work with? And we got a lot of great responses. So Meg, mm-hmm. why don't you kick us off? Yes, this is one of my favorite responses for sure. Uh, On Instagram, a modest flourish said, I love florals, but I also love a very busy and ugly print. If it's questionable, (laughs) I probably love it. (laughs) Uh, That's I'm such so the same. I bought some clearance fabric that I was drawn to. Didn't realize until a friend pointed out that was a plaid and cheetah print. (laughs) I still love it. That sounds amazing. (laughs) Yeah, I picked that that response for you. Just, (laughs) just (laughs) there was a method, Um, and I picked this one for me. We heard from. At Faith in a Seed on Instagram, who said, I love iCat, although that is really a weave structure. Same, love iCat. Um, mm-hmm. I have a soft spot for any print that includes an octopus. Thank you oh. for your podcast. Ooh. You keep me motivated to sew. And um, we watched this special on Netflix this weekend about octopus, and I am like obsessed. I don't know if they'll, oh. I actually do have an octopus skirt. I think it was an old cotton and steel print. But um, I'm kind of obsessed with octopus now. You know, um, I um, I have some fabric left over from a actually a dice bag that 
is a very cool um, octopus print that may become a mask if I can figure out where it is. Nice. I could see an octopus like become like a really subtle octopus print, you know, like kind of large scale and like you don't even realize it's an octopus until you like look at the bigger scale. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe I'll just have to design it. Maybe. I I can see like a really cool like in that trend, like the animal, like a digital print Ah, of like that would be so cool. Like well, there you go. We found all one have octopus fabric. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. We found one of the uh, we, one from that trend that you like, Amanda. I know. As long as octopus are involved. Yeah, as oh. long as octopus are involved. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We also heard from NB So Bobby, who said, "I couldn't possibly choose. I have many florals, irregular polka dots, plaids, and batiks in my wardrobe. Any print is possible." I feel that. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Love it. I know um, just reading through those comments, particularly on the Instagram feed, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah. There's just so many. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also heard a lot from people who said that they hadn't really like thought, thought about it yeah, that yeah. hard. Yeah. And I think I definitely had moments in that episode where I was like, yeah, like thinking about it really hard. But also, I think it's it's kind of fun to dig in on um topics like that where you yeah. you know make decisions but you don't necessarily know why and maybe there mm-hmm. isn't yeah. a why but I still think it's it's kind of fun to to dig in um so well this episode's question is what are you sewing for fall and which fall trends if any will you incorporate into your plans so uh-huh. let us know on our instagram feed on our show notes page you can email us um super inspired for even more inspiration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where are my fringe friends? Fringe <laughs> friends. Fringe friends. <laughs> that oh, should that probably so be like a sewing a challenge. Because, oh my gosh, so many sewing challenges on this fall. Yeah. Yeah, that's what my sew frosting is going to be. Sew frosting fringe. 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 And, oh, I, you I'm need probably to make not that going rope. to do any sew frosting, but if I do, <laughs> it's going to be fringe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And if you are in the midst of planning your fall and winter makes, um, leave a little bit of room. There is a new product launching on September 18th. It is our third installation, I think, of Capsule Studio. And Meg, what is the topic? I'll just throw it over to you because I know it's been your baby. Plush. Plush. (laughs) So all kinds of fun fabrics. Plush. Yeah, you did a good <laughs> job. Did. Yeah. But there's what what all is in there? There's a little bit of fur. Yeah. Some wool. It's like it's it's basically it's a texture inspired cozy powdered collection. So it's like all things cozy. There's some jumpsuits. I mean, there's even a faux fur bag. Yeah. Just saying it. it's a must. It's like it's I want to make everything in it. It's it's probably my favorite one that yeah. we've done. I absolutely <laughs> Love it. It's oh so my gosh. cozy. Kate, you have to ma- make a matching bag for your yes. fuzzy fur jacket. And it can well, be the bag from Capsule duh. Studio. Duh. Duh. <laughs> duh. So- it's Obby. definitely a must check out. And um, we have some great designers that we collaborated with. Bianca yes. Springer that was on a previous episode um, is a designer on there too. And it's just it's a must check out. So definitely... 
check back on and sodaily.com to see when that launches and see all the cool patterns. Yeah, there's some good stuff. Well, that was a super fun episode, you guys. I, I yeah. do feel inspired. I always Good. do when we talk Me trends, too. even if I don't even like the trends. Yeah. <laughs> now I just want to go fabric shopping for evergreen corduroy and become a Christmas tree. I know. And dark florals. <laughs> don't forget. Dark nice dark, dark green florals. Oh, and and some know. sort of faux fur for a fuzzy coat. Yeah. yeah. Find oh. Kate some faux fur, please. I will. Yes, I will. Well, awesome. Send it to you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, until next time. Happy happy stitching, everyone. Plush. (laughs) (laughs) For links to everything we talked about in this episode, go to our show notes page at sodaily.com slash sewandtell. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at sewandtellpodcast at goldenpeakmedia.com or visit us on Instagram at sewandtellpod. Answer the sewandtell question, tell us your sojo, or just leave us some feedback. If you enjoyed our show, please subscribe on your podcasting platform of choice. And please leave us a review, ideally a good one, because that helps listeners like you find our podcast. And tell your sewing friends about us, too. Thanks for listening, and happy stitching. Sew and Tell is produced by Meg Healy, Amanda Carestio, and me, Kate Seinard. Our consulting producer is Ron Doyle, and our executive producer is Jared Mayer.